0: This podcast is part of the Head Stuff Podcast
1: Network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Know That Face, the only podcast which honours the often underappreciated by the masses work of character actors. My name's Steve Portia. My name's Andrew Carroll. Today we're discussing young art house darling Mia Goth. Um, but we have a special guest in the studio with us for the first time. It's, it's Mia, Mia Goth. goth. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> we just got goth. <laughs> yeah, let's get gothic. <laughs> it's not Mia Goth. She works in the IFI. She runs a great blog called Film Fiend. She, Film Fiend. she went to college with me and Andrew. Yeah. But the mm. highlight of her life. Yeah. Who is this magical yeah. person? Yeah. It's Katie McGrath. Yay. Hello, Katie.
2: Hi, good, good to, to be have here. You.
1: Good to have you. So we're doing Fantastic. a thing on this podcast where if we have a guest on, the guest picks what character actor they'd like to talk about. And you picked Mia Goth. I did For a yeah. second I was like Are we? Oh my God. I wasn't told about this <laughs>
0: I think it's planning funny. this podcast Without me Stephen
2: <laughs> I picked me a goth Because Well after listening to your other episodes I panicked afterwards Because She's not very funny In, okay. the, in her role mm-hmm. Yeah no, She's not a white old man And she doesn't have a lot of films That are her belt at the moment So I kind of panicked But then It's all going to be fine Yeah I she's, think she's that's what makes her cool. exciting Because
1: yeah. It's interesting That she has like A really tight body work mm. That um Looking at it all like this, I think she—it—it seems like she really selects, yeah, her yeah. projects and like handpicks directors she yeah. wants to work with. Um, I see like themes that like run through the movies that she's in, like yeah. I, so. I think it's very interesting, which is
0: insane for someone so young. She's be that selective. Yeah, 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 she's like a year age. older. Yeah. than I feel really me. bad
2: about um, myself when I look at her yeah. filmography. <laughs> she started modeling when she was like fourteen, yeah. then twenty, like then changed into um film, got then got picked up for Lars von Trier's. Nymphomaniac, Info-maniac, yeah. At 20 mm. years old, that's her first film.
0: Met Shia LaBeouf there, married him, life goals. That's Divorced him later, is, yeah. obviously, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> also life goals. <laughs>
1: yeah. She's living that Hollywood life.
0: Yeah, it's pretty In a cool. Lars von Trier mm, maybe not.
1: <laughs> I think um, working with von Trier so early has given her a lot of cachet where people want to work with her. She is very interesting looking. Mm. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw an interview with... Um, Luca Guadagnino who directed yeah. Suspiria and as director in another short called The Staggering Girl and he said that she reminds him of Shelley Duvall
0: yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just
1: have a quote that says you have a very you have a very 70's face
0: <laughs> that's does. my Luca Guadagnino impression
2: <laughs> I think she was the Carrie we were all denied in the remake
0: <laughs> oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah totally Yeah. and then that's she
1: worked too. with the Carrie who oh, yeah. we got in Suspiria but she has those yeah. kind of like big brown eyes the butt nose the pouty mm-hmm. lips that Shelley Duvall has like the skinny yeah. doll-like yeah. frame I thought she didn't have eyebrows, but she has just, like, of, very fair-skinned yeah, yeah. eyebrows. There was a, there was I a thought quote. she
2: bleached them or something. Yeah, there
1: was a no, quote they're all in like natural. interview
0: oh. magazine where it was like, barely their eyebrows, transfixing eyes, and the ethereal, almost alien face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is something you can only say about a model and it can still be considered a compliment.
1: When we're doing this podcast and we're looking at uh, all these movies with these actors in, like, a short period of time, you're still trying to boil down what their thing is or mm. what their two things are. And yeah. I think what mm-hmm. Mia got is that she begins the movie And you think she's very frail, she's very brittle, she's very innocent, and then through over the course of the movie, she finds some inner strength, or you realize that she's not just some pushover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. So I think
0: vulnerable but defiant, that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: and I think that her body, the way it is, really helps with that. Yeah, or sometimes it can
0: be the opposite. Like in Suspiria, where she starts off very like very strong and self confident, and then it just becomes essentially her and Dakota Johnson become inverses of each other. Yeah, she yeah. does all
2: the work in Suspiria. She's yeah. the little detective. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Dakota Johnson's like, I don't care. I just want to be a witch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, will I go through *Nymphomaniac* because I feel like we, we've yeah, got to yeah. start Please it. Do. I was the only one who uh, I will watch never, concert. I will yeah, I never the watch wrong it. One. Yeah. Oops. you watched the first one yeah and I was yeah, like but she's not in it's he <laughs> <laughs> where's the piss where's the wee <laughs> um, yeah so this is a weird one so in 2013 Danish provocateur Lars von Trier director of whom I like a lot of his movies I yeah. saw um,
0: Dancer in the Dark when I was in college and I was like I'm never watching another movie by this director yes already it's so miserable and it's all it's just compounds that miserable 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 miserableness. Done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Le miserable yeah uh, by being set at Christmas Mm.
1: his movies are quite miserable Mm. Uh, Dogville as well Mm. pretty tough Mandalay, but I think lately he's gotten into a rut where he's trying really hard to shock he's like (laughs) ha I'm making a four hour sex movie I think that's a little bit annoying Um, I think there's really good stuff in Nymphomaniac so basically it centers on uh, a man named Seligman who's paper Sarah and who finds a fainted wounded woman um, paper Charlotte Gainsburg, in an alley and she brings her home she tells him that her name is Joe and that she's an Nymphomaniac Toad tells her life and sexual experiences with hundreds of men since she was a young teenager, where she's played by Stacey Martin. Uh, while Seligman tells about his hobbies, such as fly fishing, reading about the Fibonacci numbers, or listening to organ music, and that's kind of it for four hours. Wow, uh, so spicy! Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like the most boring film yeah. ever made. Just watch pornography if that's what you're into.
2: I watched the first one with like my hand on the remote case. My dad came in mm. and like, busted in me. It was so bad.
1: The Uma Thurman scene is quite uh, yeah. is pretty good. Uh, yeah. I think there's some interesting things in Nymphomaniac over the four parts but so long and there's just a point where you get very numb like it's not particularly a sexy movie mm. it's all about the downfall of sex you don't even like feel anything you're just and you, that happens to Joe in the second part so yeah. maybe that's intentional but it's mm. not the most fun experience it's not very thrilling It's when you hear like Nymphomaniac yeah, four hours yeah. you expect something that's gonna be like wild yeah, I, it's not I, that I, wild
0: I want, want some Gaspar No shit I don't want I know, boring grey sex is bad kind of shit mmm
2: I don't want to feel guilt with my sex. No. That's the
1: problem. But yeah. where Mia Goth comes into Nymphomaniac is where it goes really off the rails. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> Joe ends up turning to organized crime and becomes Ooh. a debt collector for Willem Dafoe, utilizing her extensive knowledge of men, sex, and sadomasochism. Dafoe recommends that she groom an apprentice and suggests P, played by Mia Goth, a 15 year old daughter of criminals. Oh, lovely. Yeah, uh, so Joe is. See where this is going. Joe. foreshadowing is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Joe is initially repulsed by the idea but ends up sympathizing with uh, P who is this vulnerable, lonely, emotionally damaged young girl. Over time I'm hoping three years, they don't really talk about it in the movie uh, Joe and P's relationship develops into a romance, however during their round of debt collecting they come across Jerome who was Joe's uh, first big lover lost by Shia LaBeouf. It's played by Shia LaBeouf in the first movie, it's not in the second movie. Who is he in the second movie? Some guy some Danish guy who's not Shia LaBeouf Oh by the way, Shia LaBeouf (laughs) doing a the one of the worst Cockney accents. Yeah, in yeah. So I remember seeing a little bit from Good Job, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. That's, and yeah. I think Shiloh Love's great. <laughs> um, but he's terrible in this movie. Yeah. And everyone's doing their ordinary accents. Like Christian yeah, Slater's yeah. there. He talks like Christian mm. Slater. Stan Sarsgaard does Swedish, Charlie Gainesburg does French. He just does Cockney. Yeah. Which he is not. But P ends up having an affair with Jerome, causing kind of a toxic love triangle, and then it ends up with Joe trying to kill Jerome, but her gun jams, and Jerome beats her, and Pea pees on her. So Mia Goth plays a character called P Pee who pees. Yeah. yeah. On, uh, leading to Spoilers, Saligman. Spoilers, Stephen. Leading to Saligman picking her up at the start of the story. So a Oh, okay. Right, comes yeah, around. Yeah. Um, so whatever about the movie. But I remember when Mia <laughs> Goth appeared on screen, I was like, who is this person? Because yeah. she looks so fragile. She's like a China doll, but is throwing herself into this quite mad project with like, such abandon. She plays a character who has great vulnerability, someone training to be a seductress, and Goth really just broke onto the scene with all that and more. Yeah. And um, I have saw interviews with her where she talks about the experience, and she seems to have loved it, saying that... Uh, since working with Lars, which was my first ever movie, that really helped establish what I wanted to do with my life. The directors I'd like to work with, I think they make the best movies just as an audience member. These are the films I enjoy most watching. So if I have a chance to be a part of them, I think that's really cool. So she's talking about, you know, art house directors, yeah, yeah, people yeah. she wants to work with. So I definitely. Good directors. <laughs> good directors, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah and I, I definitely do, looking through her filmography, see that there is definitely like choosing happening. I want to work with that person. Mm. I saw an interview as well where she was talking about working with Luca Guadagnino for Suspiria because somebody asked her do you intend to go out and do a lot of horror movies and she Mm. says no not really they're just I would have worked with Luca Guadagnino whatever he was doing it just happened to be Suspiria
2: and she has a lot of like weird goth yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But, Films um, with
1: a gothic twist,
0: Marrowbone. Exactly. Oh, the yeah. ultimate, the ultimate gothic movie that came out in the last couple of years. Total shit. But um, I didn't
2: see the twist. I'm raging. <laughs> I'm so I'm, I
0: was
2: so annoyed. I
0: kind of
1: like goth- I like Marabone. I hate it.
2: I think it's when I noticed her her body for the weirdness of it all. Like the first five minutes, I was like, Oh my god, she's gonna like break in half. What is up with this woman? And I think she does a lot of this kind of what you were saying. The that the sex and infomaniac. you see that later in High Life where it kind of just takes the sexiness out of sex Mm. and it feels quite hollow so I wonder if she's like drawn to these like hollow empty people yeah well
0: that's uh, fair fair you should mention that because her character in Marabona I saw it like at it's premiere here Mm. in Ireland or a preview screening or whatever and it just it doesn't stick in my memory at all. Like there's maybe one good scare I remember. It would have worked yeah. way better as like a melodrama or something because it has that setting uh, of like the 50s or 60s. Mm. Uh, it could have used a bit more color if it was going to be a melodrama, and it has Anya Taylor Joy who would have been great in that. Um, but as far as I remember from Mia Goth's character, she just seems kind of unnecessary. I mean, there's a point where she screams in yeah. the movie and her whole face contorts, and that's all I remember. She's ah! Yeah, you yeah, just or look up Shelley images Duval of her in, in that it's movie one of and you those, get the idea.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's one of those things where with A Cure for Wellness and with Maribone, which both seem seem like her trying to put her art house vibe into mm. a more mainstream product. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. I think on paper it makes sense why, because Cure for Wellness was directed by Gore Verbinski, who made The Ring. Um, yeah. Maribone was written by the person who wrote The Orphanage and is an American movie with all these like you know young talents at the time, yeah, like yeah. Annie Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton, all these people yeah. in it, mm. George McKay. Yeah, but um, yeah, they're both movies where you're watching it, and the whole time you're thinking, "Yeah, something's not right, something's a bit off." Yeah, yeah, and you find out at the end what yeah, it is, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Because like the twist
0: in the Secret of marrowbone, which I won't spoil, is kind of bad. Yeah. I think it's really bad. Uh, it's very
1: sweaty to get to the yeah, twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, I think that sweatiness works really well until you find out what the twist is, and you're like, "Oh." So it, it would have worked way better had they just kept with the under the up the pretense that oh, it's actually a ghost haunting the house instead of whatever the twist mm, is. Yeah. yeah.
2: Keep it simple, fellas. Yeah, keep yeah. it
0: simple. Yeah, sometimes that's all you need. You don't need these complex things. Do you like a cure for wellness?
2: I really like it. I, I know it's really bad, but I love a cure for wellness.
0: I don't think
1: it's really bad at <laughs> it's all. It's so long. It's sort of this weird part gothic chiller, part yeah. contemporary satire, a little bit.
2: Yeah, it kind of takes bits of everything and makes it into one kind of good thing.
1: Yeah, a sort of a hodgepodge, like a bit yeah, trifle.
2: It's like a little bit of Shutter <laughs> Island, a little yeah. bit of like any other gothic film before it. <laughs> yeah,
1: all the books that we would read in college. Like, yeah, the, very Wuthering Heights. Yeah, 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 and stuff like that. But yeah, because it's Dindahan plays Lockhart, who is this businessman who is sort of blackmailed into going to the Swiss Alps clinic.
2: And he's the image of Leo DiCaprio. Yes. Totally. And he's like a little wolf of Wall Street. Like he's...
1: What he's happened like to DeHaan? Where's he I gone? I don't know. Yeah. He was, I think, Valerian and it's careful wellness kind of killed yeah, his yeah. career a little.
0: It's soft boy season. Why, where is he? Yeah. The hell? Like, <laughs> what Sh- does that mean? <laughs> you know, just, just um, like, you know, like uh, just non-threatening boys, like kind of men on the soft on boys. the cusp of manhood, that kind of thing. You know, oh, sort of like Robert Pattinson or someone yeah. like that, uh, who started the whole soft boy wave. Well, he's you know, like that one. C- cuffed, cuffed jeans, played shirts, and like a beanie rolled up, that mm. kind of thing. You know, yeah.
1: but um, yeah. So Dane DeHaan shows up at this uh, Swiss ops clinic, and things are weird.
2: They love yeah. water. They love water. Things are weird. There's, and a, lot there's of a lot of eels. A lot of eels. Yeah, yes.
1: H- hydration. You gotta love water. And there's a creepy that, doctor that. who's played by Jason Isaacs. Oh yeah. Ooh. Uh, hello yeah. to Jason Isaacs. But Hannah is the this yep. young woman who is in the clinic, who you believe is just a patient. Who yeah, she's is, a
2: special case because she's so young, which yeah. is because everyone else is so bloody old. Yeah, it's like rich people go away on their holidays. Oh, so okay, yeah.
1: yeah. And like the doctor takes like a real good interest in her, and the whole movie you're like something's not right. And like a daughter. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and Hannah, the whole, it's that brittle thing. It's that uh, very delicate, yeah. very so Like you feel like you touch her, she would just fall yeah. into dust. Did it hurt? can't remember.
0: Better that way.
1: I saw you before. You a patient here? She's just you're so much younger than everyone else.
2: Director Volmer says I'm a special case. What about you? you have the cure it's always on the cusp of like womanhood me and yeah, goth and yeah. it's kind of she always delves into this kind of like abject actressy kind of thing for me mm. where she's, it's always about bodily fluids and in two of the films that we're going to talk about she gets her her dreaded period
0: that is very gothic. I know. The, yeah, oh, yeah,
2: it gets a lot. It lets yeah. gets a lot more gothic with that thing. But yeah, so it, that really kicks in with the cure for wellness. I think.
1: Yeah, but there's something interesting about cure for wellness, which I think elevates it above just being sort of a hodgepodge of all these different elements. Is that thing where she's this person who, when she's a teenager, she isn't like questioning anything. She's never really left the clinic. Yeah, yeah she yeah. kind of annoys yeah. me like that. And she, yeah, <laughs> she's just very like doesn't really um want to rock the boat or anything. And she meets Dane to Han. Dane DeHaan sort of convinces her, like, no, there's a life out there, you yeah. know. And she kind of convinces Jane DeHaan maybe not to be so cold and clinical about everything, that hmm. maybe there's a humanity there. And I think that's, like, a nice arc that kind of underpins this movie, which goes to some really wacky faces. Like, the third act of A Cure for Wellness is insane. Kind of *Marabou* and A Cure for Wellness, I think, both have very similar endings where... Um, it's all... <laughs> crap no. <laughs> no, no.
2: <laughs> she does kind of rise up and yeah help her brother out but at the end
1: they're kind of hopeful but also very disturbing where dane dan at the end he is given the opportunity to go back to like the business world and oh, he's yeah. like no i'm gonna go off with me and goth into <laughs> the wilderness that's him bike. riding on a bike <laughs> and he looks absolutely insane yeah. on the bike and you're not sure if it's a good thing or is he just trading one sort of like yeah. life for another to have this realization that like oh there's more to life than like screwing people over for money mm. he has to like be tortured by like, yeah. jason isaac <laughs> for weeks on end and then in Maribone, it's a similar thing where at the end you basically realize what the twist is yeah. and yeah it's Anya taylor joy is kind of like minding george McKay, yeah yeah and he's very happy <laughs> yeah um but like it's he's, he's like right. still living in a delusion yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. and you just you
0: just oh, i wanted to scream at the screen to Anya taylor joy just take that man to a hospital <laughs> yeah. please yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: oh my god that's her sort of more mainstream movies but apart from that Pretty much everything seems very curated, yeah. Um, because yeah. pretty much coming yeah. coming straight out of Nymphomaniac, she gets *Magpie*, which is the short movie that Stephen Fingleton directed before he expanded <laughs> that onto *The Survivalist*. Yeah. yeah, and she, Mia got this in *Magpie*, and she he like carried her on. So there seems to be a sense like he's a fan. You yeah, know, he liked working yeah. with her. Um, yeah so great Northern Irish character actor Martin McCann yeah amazing who is in Calibre Calibre the Pacific Maze Maze yeah uh, stars the titular survivalist so it's sometime in the future a very bleak one Uh, society's broken down having retreated due to some like global Over pop- chaos overpopulation, overpopulation or something like that, r- yeah. out of oil, oil or something? Yeah. yeah into a more natural kind of brutal way of living yeah. people setting up shacks on the forest gangs of marauders shaving murdering. the sides of
0: your head but keeping the ponytail mullet exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah i was
2: like is he has he been on vikings because that's a yeah. very <laughs> viking style yeah, yeah. i was looking at it i was, her
0: I was like is he
1: serious <laughs> like, he doesn't <laughs> hey, does have he it he in the, the, the short so maybe maybe you should watch magpie yeah 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 so for seven years uh the survivors has lived alone in his hut in the wilderness yeah. He grows vegetables Forages in the woods For food and supplies And sets traps for animals As well as humans Trying to rob him Like The film begins with him Dragging the corpse Of a dead man Yeah That he's yeah. caught in a bear trap Yeah yeah It's pretty It's pretty pretty. It sets you into that pretty, world yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 It's like the first 15 Hard
0: minutes Before anyone speaks Basically <laughs> And it's really the real Like nitty gritty of survival And the real nitty gritty Of everything else while you're trying to survive like sex or whatever yeah because yeah. Yeah.
1: he also finds this photo of uh, a female it's something pretty innocuous yeah, like it's just yeah. a photo of her like at a party yeah whatever and he like holds onto it because he he's that's obviously definitely from lonely. like
2: some random picture he found
1: the first 70 minutes of this are just totally without dialogue yeah. Uh however that's broken by the arrival of Catherine uh, who's Owen Florey is that how you pronounce her name? Sure. So, yeah. 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 The uh, fantastic Irish actress. Yeah. Somebody we could do on the show. Yeah. Like, totally. She's popping up with yeah. so much stuff. She's yeah. in yeah. Mandy recently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She's daughter called Milia. Milia. Yeah. Mil- Mil- yeah. Mil- yeah. 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 Um, silent J. Like jogging. <laughs> <laughs> the two are looking for somewhere safe to stay however this uh, the survivalist rebuffs their offers of jewellery and pumpkin seeds yeah. <laughs> why would he want that though right? yeah. 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 I mean, that's
2: pumpkin so dumb seeds. Like, yeah. oh I love I pumpkin? love to yeah. eat pumpkins <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's the worst thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the worst soup the worst pie the worst yeah. everything yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> only good for decoration
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, letting them he lets them stay for a meal and uh, Catherine ensures their place by offering media sexually to him yeah. Yeah. a very disturbing scene not just because of how grim it is but how everyone involved accepts it yeah Yeah, yeah. like it's the normal thing to do miha the survivalist they're just like
2: Like, i have a girl um
1: so they stick around and have this uneasy alliance um the survivalist always has a shotgun with him and catherine starts plotting with me about how they can seize it from him and kill him and take over the farm however when the survivalist ends up saving miha from some drifter leaving the survivalist seriously wounded miha starts to question her loyalty did you like this as much as I didn't? I, this is the first time watching it. First time, yeah, f- yeah. I did
2: like it. I yeah. was kind of on my phone for the first five minutes and then yeah. like, I really yeah. needed to focus because yeah. nobody's talking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I watched it on film on all four because film four is up there now. And oh, there was, goodness. in the beginning of the movie where there was like a 17 minutes of no talking, there was an ad break. <laughs> it really like <laughs> oh, killed yeah. the vibe. It was just like, yeah. Tesco! Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I really um, enjoyed it as well. Yeah. yeah I, really I think good. it's a really good movie about how, you know, in times of like strife, like letting your guard down, Emotionally, yeah. even for a second, can get you killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, like, is it living? If yeah, you Live yeah. in a time where you can't do that. Exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. I, it's
0: like, what's love worth in the apocalypse? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, turns I lo- out quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I love, I, I love how
1: vague the survivors is in terms of place and what actually happened to humanity. All we really know is that this is happening somewhere in yeah. Ireland. Yeah.
0: Somewhere near Monaghan, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I
2: was like, good shout out for Monaghan. Like, yeah. I have Never I'm, been on film before.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it redrops really into the grit and the dirt, and everyone looks filthy all the time. Yeah. And I saw an interview where Mia Goth didn't shower for yeah. five weeks while yeah. she was Or <laughs>
2: shave or anything. And yeah outside on shoot like
1: yeah.
2: crazy she's yeah, quite remember, dedicated yeah, like remember, that yeah no matter, I remember yeah.
0: watching it being like oh it's another typical post-apocalypse where the women shave their armpits but like I was like you don't actually see their armpits I don't really at all, I didn't so. see
2: any hair from her and I was looking out when she yeah. was like washing her yeah. little armpits with the soap yeah. I was like where's your hair
1: well yeah, she's yeah. probably it might be like her eyebrows her hair yeah, is so really fair, true, yeah. it might, you yeah. might just not be yeah. able to see it but
0: it's there one thing yeah. I didn't like about it is that a lot of post-apocalypse movies in this kind of vein have like you know the kind of understated performance where life is so grim and you're so in despair all the time that you just kind of treat everything like normally as it comes to you like oh yeah fair enough i've been shot in the stomach or oh yeah fair enough i (laughs) I have to have sex with this man in order for me and my mother to survive and like none of it is ever like why is this happening to me it's like 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 like, in mad max for instance everyone is like this is really unfair yeah. Yeah, yeah and they're all like screaming and shouting at each other and in fairness, I can see why they're quiet in the survivalist because they need to survive. But I would have at least like a little bit of shouting now and again. Would have know. been great. These things have to boil me? over at some point.
1: Wouldn't it be great if it could, like, the camera pans in on Martin McCann and he turns to you and is like, "You're probably wondering how I got in this situation." <laughs> I, I think Free I would have yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My theory on the is that I think this is Mia Goth's only leading role. Yeah, and yeah, I know the idea yeah, is that I agree. Um, that's
2: why I kind of felt bad picking her I was like oh my god she's yeah, actually yeah, not yeah. in a lot of the films that's <laughs> good though because we're car- it's character actors yeah
1: because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that Matt McCann is technically the lead but I think the survivalist is one of those great titles like the negotiator or yeah, like Black yeah. Panther yeah, which yeah. can mean another person yeah. you know spoiler but I think she got this incredible in the movie and I, I think she undergoes this really interesting transformation in the movie and without even uttering a word yeah, hardly you know yeah
2: her facial expressions are really good yeah <laughs> She does a lot of facial acting.
1: Very expressive, but I think it's a thing again where at the beginning she appears quite meek. She's like a pawn in Catherine's plans and works. We don't really know what her thoughts are on that. Mm. Is she happy with Catherine? The situation. What does she think of the survivalist? Uh, but then, following her rescue over the course of the film, we see her gain like an agency. Yeah, and you see her start to make decisions and take matters into her own hands, not unlike a cure for wellness. Mm. Similar about yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again it's that thing Goth has where something which looks that brittle should not be as strong as yeah, m- and resistant, yeah, yeah. you know, as it is. And uh, I think her and McCann have this really good unspoken chemistry. Like early on in the film we realise Miha is pregnant. Yeah. Um she doesn't get a period. Um and the moment she tells the survivalist this, all Goth does is lift his hand onto her belly Yeah, and look at him. And it's all you need. Yeah. Like, you, you, even if you missed that earlier scene of her going to the water and seeing yeah. that she didn't appear, yeah. yeah. you'd know she's pregnant. Do you yeah. want to talk about High Life? Ooh, yeah. Because The Survivors in High Life. Similarly, really well. grim, futuristic sci fi movies with flecks of humanity yeah. featuring Goth. Goth plays Bo- Boise? Boyf. No no one in High Life has names that match. There. Very true. <laughs> Body yeah. fits. Yeah. Robert? monty oh monty. Hey, hey monty it's okay monty not even with, with a with an e, one, with yeah. An e. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dibs i think is dr, dr. dibs julia dr. Dibs. Dr. Dibs. Dr. Dibs. Yeah. Like it's rappers. really like a gangster yeah, film yeah. like we got yeah. dr dibs yeah. monty journey. Yeah. Journey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. andre 3000 does not yeah. look like a Cherny. <laughs> no <definitely laughs> but in fairness
0: that's not his actual name in the movie it's probably not none of their actual names the captain who dies from leukemia is like
1: chandra yeah that's true very weird
0: so High Life is uh, a movie about a ship crewed by criminals going towards a black hole. They've been sent from Earth, uh, like death row criminals, really nasty people. Basically, the Earth government filled a ship full of evil rapists, killers <laughs> and psychos. And we're just like, what could go wrong? Lots of things. Yeah. But they only kill each other. So really nothing goes wrong.
2: Dr. Dibbs obviously killed her kids. So that's why she's there. But yeah, Monty yeah. just killed his friend. For killing his dog, yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem like he's the worst. Maybe of the worst.
0: maybe he had just had a very particular skill that's not shown in the movie. Yeah, that he could he could he could use during space travel.
2: He's a really good gardener.
1: Do we never find True. out why Mia Got is on yeah. the yeah. I don't think so. We no. don't find out why. Andrew we just see them
2: all rounded oh. up on like yeah, yeah. when they're on that yeah. train in some very then, nice
1: yeah. uh, Vice yeah. photo shoots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is what that looks like. I all the stuff on Earth in High oh, Life is really weird. There's that bit on the train where the guy is like, "It yeah. is not cool that they're sending criminals up there," and that guy never comes back. Yeah,
2: well it's not Cool. Yeah, That's it is. Yeah, yeah. mm. But yeah, so they're like trying to get this, hard, like, harness this a black hole. Yeah, while, they're trying to just
0: study a black hole of yeah. some kind. I while think they're trying to harna- towards harness, it. Like harness the energy of it. Yeah, so yeah. like controllably yeah. towards yeah. the
2: black hole. But then Dr. Dibbs, Juliette Benache she's conducting random experiments on these like human guinea pigs yeah. for no reason Yeah, it's, except I her it's, own weird yeah. game. like yeah. she's just like wants to grow babies well, I th- in I th- space yeah I think yeah,
1: it, space babies yeah. I think what happens in it is that they there's a captain on it who I assume isn't a um, person who is in jail mm. and he gets leukemia and dies pretty quickly yeah. into the movie yeah. and then I guess Dr. Dibbs is the only person who's in control then yeah. which seems not- silly yeah you know she's like, on that. yeah I don't know and she isn't interested that much in the black hole she's more no. interested in can we create a baby in space? Yeah. Because it's quite difficult because of radiation. Yeah. And I imagine that the reason she is trying really hard to make a baby is related to the fact that she killed her family. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's like trying to atone for that or something. Yeah. But she's acting in very bad ways. Yes. Yeah. Um, got plays it's not very ethical at all. No, no totally. No. And Miga plays this very mysterious passenger on the ship called Boise. We never find out exactly what happened yeah. to her as you yeah. said. And is very antagonistic towards Dibs. Like, she doesn't like being used like a guinea yeah, pig, yeah. like that. There's nothing to
2: fear. Everything's going to be fine. Are you sick? realise nothing is ever going to grow inside us. She kind of goes against her normal type of yeah, she's character actor. She's a little, kind of quite feisty. Yeah, and she's yeah. a bit more active. Yeah, she's kind of introduced, in this like... One
0: carving the word sweet oh, yeah. into the oh, wall yeah. with like a metal rod yeah. and then that metal rod comes back into play later on in the mm. movie where like a rapist is stuck in the eye
1: with it. Got's performance is really fearless because she's playing a character who undergoes a lot. Yeah. By the time we meet yeah. her she's been given a death sentence like yeah. going into space she's never coming back to yeah, her. Yeah they kind of realise that halfway through yeah, like yeah.
2: it's a one way mission. Yeah.
1: Exactly and when she's up in space she gets sexually assaulted by one of her crewmates. Yeah.
0: But speaking of like the rape and assault scenes that are that often Mia Goth is often part of in a lot of her movies are like uncomfortable scenes yes uh, a, she has a quote where about those kind of scenes where she says you end up being you end up being far more reactive in violent scenes which like kind of leads to a bit more of an honest performance because it's more reactive than anything else you're like oh how would my character respond in this situation mm. and it differs the movies she's in from say like action movies where a person is attacked and it's all choreography um, Like it's very planned out And controlled Step by step Frame by frame Whereas in these kind of ones It's like Oh just Maybe just go with it You know like slap him a bit Or kick him But mm. you know Try not to hurt him That kind of thing I think is what Directors who uh, Wouldn't who Wouldn't normally Direct action Do mm. Yeah,
2: I find a lot of her roles She's kind of Always on the cusp of like Becoming a woman And then when she Like they kind of The world forces her To become a woman And she's always Trying to fight against it By like The threat of pregnancy Is always looming In all of her roles
1: that's actually a really good observation. That's yeah. True. Yeah. 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 It's true, kind of,
2: yeah. Especially in high life, she literally is like, "Do not
0: pregnant." me yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I do not want this yeah. baby. <laughs> she's kind of yeah, like she's covered in milk. Oh uh, yeah, her o- her own milk. Yeah, uh, her own breast milk, and she's just that's just so this gross. dead-eyed, <laughs> yeah. dead-eyed gaze. Yeah,
1: because she gets like forcefully inseminated. Yeah. So on top of like having some sort of like postpartum depression like she, it's just like an invasion yeah. of her personal yeah, yeah, space it's like yeah. that on like an ultra level like yeah. not even wanting the kid in the first place yeah. she will do anything to get off the ship at yeah. that stage yeah. including
0: fly into a black hole fly into yeah. a black
1: hole spaghettification
0: yeah. and get squished yeah. Yeah. yeah, squished
1: and stretched out like spaghetti yeah. and she even like kills somebody to, to do like to that to do yeah. that because yeah. yeah. somebody who's a lot more like trained mm. will probably go into the black hole safely because this confused me I didn't really rework this out until after High Life that you could survive a black hole theoretically. Like people don't know what's actually on the other side of it. Yeah. But the way Miga particularly flew into it, she they say it flashes up in the crowd there's a molecular cloud or something with some weird it's like entry into it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just like spe- She also
2: can't drive that thing.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's yeah. true. It's like, yeah, yeah. is that a Lewis? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. press a lot of more buttons yeah. to get going. Yeah, what I love about that scene, though, as well, first of all, I love the special effects about the black holes. Like yeah. at one point, it's just like glowing red at the end of the film, and it's spinning in space. And then the scene in Mia Goth, everything's like str- it's all stars stretched out, but where she's being sucked in and she's Ooh. being stretched out, she just goes fuck, and yeah. then just. Psst, I, I was
2: surprised we saw that. I was helmet. like, they really went. They really went for that spaghetti, like, fair
1: play. It's a very Twin Peaks The Return fact, which is, like, (laughs) something that is almost kind of cheap-looking, but Mm -hmm. it's something you can't even imagine what that would look like, and it it just feels very disturbing and very uncanny to look at. Yeah, But I think that one of the best things I can say about Mia Goth in High Life is that even though all this horrible stuff happens to her, she never really feels like a victim, or solely a victim, because um, she really invests humanity in this character Yeah. Yeah. in like crazy stuff like real world trauma happens to her sci-fi weird trauma happens to her yeah. and it always feels one of a piece and very yeah. real and very thing but also um, I kind of see her and Panson as having this warped family in a sense because yeah, I, I feel like them true. two have a they connection they kind of do get on a they little do, bit yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they get a, on a bit better like he's only the only times they ever tussle is when he's trying to stop her from hurting herself like yeah. when she's yeah. carving Hacking at the wall With like a bit of glass mm. And he ends up Getting his wrist cut mm-hmm. And she
1: sings to him At one point She sings oh, the yeah. Johnny Cash song Always yeah. Alone And the lyrics I think Are very interesting Where she says Always alone Alone in blue I've got no one to tell My troubles to No one to care To call my own It seems that I must Always be alone So you're not really sure If she's talking about him yeah. Or her Or both of them yeah. together Ooh. In this weird situation yeah. So they have a connection Yeah so she ends up Carrying Monty's child Because uh, She has to Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dibbs yeah. I think but, she ties has, her
2: down doesn't she get, like, chains or something? Yeah, no, she drugs
1: them all,
0: she drugs them all, ties them down, and yeah. then she inseminates them. Yeah, yeah she, she, she ups their dosage or yeah. whatever.
2: I think Boyce wants to try and, like, get rid of it and Dibs ties her, like, chains her to the bed for, like, nine months.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: This is going to be a weird thing, but you know in Moonlight, the way Mahershala Ali is only in the movie for the first third of it? Yeah. And yeah. his sort of presence haunts the movie. I feel a little bit like this with Mia Goth as well in High Life because a lot of the third act of the movie is just Robert Pattinson with Willow, his kid, yeah. that is voices Yeah, child. Kid. I'm really yeah. trying to... I'm not saying so Yeah, yeah. Um, kid, and I think she has a lot of the same characteristics as Mia Goth, where she has that sort of...
2: She wants to get out. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah she has a yeah. kind of
1: wide-eyedness, yeah, yeah. that butt nose, yeah. kind of similar way of talking, and that similar kind of... Yeah, that's true. Just like, there should be more than this, you know, yeah, like being yeah. cooked up on yeah. the spaceship. So, so
0: she's like, let's fly into a black hole, Dad. And he's like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I want talk about that ending. Well, didn't yeah. give
2: her the puppy, so... Well, maybe there's puppies
0: on the other side of the black hole yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. that's all she wanted
0: but uh in yeah. fairness the, the the ending where she, she's just like shall we and it just fade to white and it's like
1: oh yes yeah. Claire Denis talking about this says there was no other ending for me never uh, for me there's hope in that ending it's not sad I thought they were going somewhere and that somewhere was mysterious a place no one has ever been before but it doesn't mean to me that they're dying when Monty says to his daughter shall we to me it doesn't mean shall we die to me shall we is what you say when you're about to dance with someone
0: Oh mm-hmm. yeah
1: that Beautiful. is lovely. Yeah. Claire Denis is a yeah. smart person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bye, last, bye guys. <laughs> no the last thing we've got to talk about is Suspiria.
0: Yeah so yeah in Suspiria Mia Goth plays Sarah who's like an upper class English dance student at the Marcos Dance Academy in Berlin 1977 and she is basically assigned to be the new arrivals who is Susie Banyan played by uh, Dakota Johnson. She's assigned to be her, like her friend and her buddy and you know shepherd her through her lessons and settling in but Sarah's friend Patricia who's played by Chloe Grace Moretz has just disappeared. I do not like that
1: woman. Uh, <laughs> oh, not though. Yeah. Unreal. Oh, yeah. oh, she yeah. uh, she needed
0: to be locked uh, in a box more for me. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah Patricia disappears at the very start of the movie and uh, so Sarah is looking for her and at the same time it's two different sto- storylines kind of twisting around each other because uh, obviously Susie is um, just trying to be you know a dancer but obviously she's built up by the Academy's teachers as like a sacrifice for Mother Marcos who's the head of the Academy and is rarely seen and then Sarah is looking for Patricia is looking for any kind of information on it while still trying to be a good friend to Susie and that's basically what happens and I think saying any more would you know spoil it
2: you're making some kind of deal with them
1: Can I yeah. ask you a question about Suspiria? Because I, lo- I love the remake. Mm. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think I might prefer it to the Dario Gento movie. Oh. Just because I think... Anyone it, that yeah. doesn't is a fool. Yeah, I just... I don't have time for them. <laughs> uh, I love how ambitious it is yeah. and how... He's more purple. Yeah, <laughs> bold. I don't know. And I love how he made a beautiful movie, but a movie that's beautiful in a different way. Like yeah. The Dario Gento yeah. movie. It made sense. What is the remake of Suspiria about? But it's uh,
0: that's the thing it's about a lot of things yeah. and it's a very open ended question I think uh, I think one answer you could give is that uh, it's, a, it's a film about resolving maternal conflict and strife and Sarah is kind of the linchpin lynchpin that holds that in place it's the classic like two roads diverge in a yellow wood that kind of thing she take the good path or she would take the bad path and uh, you know either way she's going to become a witch she already is a witch basically or this super powerful witch she just doesn't know it yeah I think like, the likes of Sarah and Madame Blanc, who's played by Tilda Swinton, kind of educate her a lot better uh, as to what kind of a an all powerful being she could be, and I think that allows her to manifest uh, her powers a lot easier and use them a lot easier as well as like this kind of first time witch. Like she spares a lot of the people that don't side with uh, the horrible, disgusting Mother Marcus, also played by Tilda Swinton.
1: Isn't cool that it's a movie where literally everyone in the cast is a woman. Yeah, even yeah. the man yeah. is played by one. well
0: apart from the two police officers but yeah you're right
1: you but know. they get but their they get their w- 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 wangs played yeah. Play yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like that's the yeah, only reason yeah. why they're for yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: but yeah I do love I do love the remake yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not really re- it's a cover as they say yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. calls yeah. it he, uh,
0: Luca Guadagnino called it a homage and I think that fits yeah. probably the best yeah
2: I think it fleshes out the original one because there's no story there's like a a thread yeah. of a story but yeah, 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 like yeah. it's all style no substance yeah, exactly, the, yeah, yeah. the most part
0: and sometimes you get lucky in which case your style kind of becomes the substance of the film exactly yeah sort of like kind of like drive or something like that but I think in Suspiria it's kind of like oh I'm just watching this f- to be deafened and blinded yeah. essentially yeah. by colour and by goblin score
1: Agenda Gentiles the wheel yeah exactly yeah. ready yeah, to crash because yeah, yeah. <laughs> even I was reading I didn't rewatch Suspiria for this because i seen it pretty recently I was thinking through the Wikipedia and there was stuff that Wikipedia was telling me that I'd, I'd seen the movie was really into it yeah. and that yeah. I didn't know <laughs> mm-hmm. from watching the movie like certain reasons why things happened and connections yeah. I wasn't making but I think it's just one of those movies which just like the experience of it hits you like yeah, yeah. you almost get into one of those trances that Dakota Johnson does when she starts yeah, dancing yeah, yeah. or Mia Goth yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. The bit where she breaks her leg like, that Oof. is so
0: good. Yeah, mm. It's real, so good and here's something I didn't notice because um, Dakota Johnson and Mia Goth are basically playing they... Invert yeah. their roles as they go on. So Dakota Johnson starts starts out very skittish and you know nervous, whereas uh, Mia Goth plays this really confident, exuberant character, and that slowly turns. And it's kind of the dance scene where uh, is kind of the pivot of the movie because uh, you know Susie Bannion finally come into her power and and is on the verge of owning it, whereas Sarah is basically a husk at this point. And yeah. their eyes change color, so Susie Bannion's. Eyes are now brown and Sarah's are a hollowed out kind of blue, just really grayed out. She looks like she's blind, yeah. kind of.
1: The new Suspiria, I think you can get it from listening to us talk about it. It's a pretty esoteric movie. Mm. It's pretty hard house. It's yeah. pretty like yeah. it's, it's two like, and a half hours long. Couldn't imagine showing yeah. it to one of my mates who isn't really into movies yeah. being like, yeah, oh yeah, put totally, on a yeah, yeah. But I think having someone like Mia Goth's character who is on this very simple trajectory, like she's this person who has always wanted to be in the school her whole life, has worked so hard to get to it. Mm. And now that she's there, she's trying to realize, oh, there's something sinister happening. Yeah. And I can't ignore the evidence. Because at the beginning, she goes to meet uh the older guy, Lutz. It's Lutz. Jo- jo- oh, yeah. No, Doctor- Joseph. Oh. Do- Joseph Kempler. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah the actor yeah. is Lutz. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. not real. so I mean, confusing. Yeah, it's so stupid. Actor in a <laughs> yeah, yeah. commas, yeah. <laughs> And she's, like, kind of rebuffs something being like, ah, oh, this is all stupid. Yeah. Yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. a conspiracy theory, but she can't ignore it. And it, you know, leads to her downfall. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah and yeah. I, But I think an arc like that is something that's really... is something to grab onto in yeah. the middle of all yeah. this, like, yeah. chaos and crazy mm. things that are happening. And I think she plays that really well. Like, yeah. the humanity of that, yeah. you know.
2: I always preferred Sarah to Susie and both suspicious. Oh, yeah. Because Sarah does all the work, like... She's a little detective yeah, that's true. She's yeah, snooping yeah. around.
0: I'm just glad that in this one she wasn't like eaten alive by barbed wire. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, oh
2: yeah. that's yeah. such yeah, a beautiful yeah, death, yeah, death yeah, though. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's so blue. Oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> I love it. We need more barbed wire yeah.
1: death. This is the most on-brand thing for me, I Goth. I was very curious about like what director she'd want to work with and like people she's interested in. Mm. I Woody saw Allen.
2: <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 20 years ago, but not yeah. now, thank yeah. God.
1: But isn't this the most on-brand thing, the director she picked? Ruben Oslund yeah. who oh, the, made *The, the Square*, square. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, made, *Force Majeure*, which *Force Majeure* yeah. 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 is yeah. getting remade soon. Oh, oh and how Yorgos Lanthimos Oh, lovely! Like, oh, okay, yeah, you're yeah. like, was well, Mia Goth wasn't in *The Favorite* or wasn't yeah, in yeah. *The Lobster*? Yeah, she you know? yeah.
2: oh, she definitely could have been in *The Lobster* that yeah, like, easily. Yeah. somewhere yeah. in From the background. The end of the fucking world. She
1: could have easily
0: just replaced um, Lacy Doo. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the she's worst in a really bad, bad girl. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's going to be in the new one as well. Oh, she's I think, really good, and yeah. she oh, she's good yeah. in Ghost Prods though. Um, Isn't she? not is she, she kill Lawyer from, Sawyer from Lost? In that? she does kill Sawyer. Lawyer Lost. from Saus. <laughs> <Soft.
1: laughs> <laughs> 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 oh, keep that in, Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there any directors you'd like me and God to work with? <laughs> oh, um, she's working with someone who's really cool. Antonio Campos She's oh, going to be in this new, new movie
0: She plays a Mormon or something The, that, Devil, all the yeah, Devil All the Time The Devil All the Time I think it's an Netflix yeah. movie Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to pick someone That isn't the Coen brothers for once, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, brothers for once. <laughs> the only bla- Blackwater <laughs> Oh, Todd Haynes <laughs> Yeah, Todd Haynes yeah, It's yeah, not called yeah. Blackwater the Tale
2: of Two Tods What's it
1: called? Is it Darkwater Water. that's it yeah. Same thing Darkwater. I'm sorry
2: yeah. David Lynch Why not? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Okay. classic There's
1: rumors he's apparently Bringing back Twin Peaks Sure, yeah yeah I think that's everything we've pretty much discussed all the movies, right? Yeah. Listen, Katie, where can people find you?
2: I have Film Feed is on Instagram and I have a blog, filmfeedpresents.wordpress.com. and that's it. And you can find me on the street as well.
1: In the iFi. Maybe I in F- the iFi. Give her a hello. Support Irish cinema, support Thank Irish you. cinemas. Yeah. There's four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Probably you. Well, usual, you can find me on headstuff.org and if anyone's got any gaming articles, please do. Please do submit them.
1: You can find me on Headstuff, find me at Hot Press. You can find me at uh, Phil and Ireland. Um, so on that note, see you later, Cineflies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.